welcome to Shore Solutions, the podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Mara Shore. I'm a partner in the medical practice management company, Yes, Shore Solutions. Who's the other host, you may ask? Easy answer. That would be my father, our founding partner, Jay Shore. Together, we now have an amazing team and clients across the country. Listen as we chat, converse, strategize, and commiserate over life in the aesthetic medical industry. It's time for you to listen, learn, and be inspired as we help you kickstart your practice because who doesn't want a little more help? Welcome to Shore Solutions, the podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Shore Solutions, the podcast. So with this particular episode, you will notice it is just me, your hostess for the day, Mara Shore. You're going to notice a few solo episodes, and then Jay Shore is going to be right on back with us. So my uh, my father and business partner, we just had a few episodes that I wanted to talk to everybody alone. And so today, what we're going to talk about are some of the top resume red flags when you have applicants that are coming to your practice, they're either turning in resumes, they're giving you resumes through Indeed or any of the other ways that resumes are coming to you via email. We've honestly even seen social media. Now, I will tell you that you're going to hear me talk a lot about the great resignation. And for those of you not familiar, that is is the absolutely bananas situation that has been going on where employees are leaving their previous workplaces or current workplaces at a pretty rapid rate. It started during COVID when COVID first started in 2020, when this first became an issue. And really we have seen it just continue to increase the rate at which team members are leaving and employees are leaving their practices. We're also seeing that it is certainly not just limited to medical, cosmetic, aesthetic practices or med spas. This is an issue that really touches every single workplace sector in the world. So this is not something that is just necessarily alone to our specific industry, but it's something that we really wanted to touch on. So I'm going to give you the top five resume red flags. So as you are receiving those resumes, whether your practice is growing or if you are replacing team members that have vacated, and I want you to know that you are not alone with that situation. If you have seen an exodus of employees in your practice, you are absolutely not alone. It's not something to be embarrassed about or ashamed of. We have seen this with nearly all of our clients. There are a handful that haven't experienced this, but you are absolutely not alone. So I wanted to start off by saying you should not be ashamed of this. And of course, if this is something that you are really struggling with to handle on your own while you also practice medicine and run the practice, we are here for you. So contact Shore Solutions, contact our company. We are here. But that aside, let me talk about the five resume red flags when you are reviewing resumes. So these are in no particular order of importance, but I just wanted to, to give you that number. Number one 
if the resume is full of typos, that is a resume red flag. It means that there's going to be typos in patient charts. It, there's going to be typos in the EMR. You're going to have typos in email addresses when they collect information. They could not necessarily get phone numbers correctly. It tells me that they don't necessarily have somebody review their resume. And this is a document that is not written on the fly. It should never be written on the fly. So if they are not taking the time to proofread and put their best work forward for a resume, they're not going to be able to do that in your business. So if they don't know how to spell esthetician and they are an esthetician, that is a resume red flag. Number two, if they do not have valid workplace experience, that is a resume red flag in our book. Now, I will share with you that it does depend on the position. So for example, if you are hiring somebody for your front desk, aka receptionist, aka director of first impressions, if you are not new to the podcast, you have heard us speak about and use that term all the time. Now, if that is the case, we say that quite honestly, somebody with hospitality experience, somebody that has really customer service experience is far more worthy of that position than somebody that has zero customer service experience. And they have that. We really do. We count that, like I said, as experience. However, I don't like as we, as we look at medical providers, if somebody is a nurse practitioner or they are a physician assistant slash, uh, you know, what we're calling PAs at this point, physician associates, however you choose to, to go by, I will say that we are far more comfortable and it is uh, not a red flag, but when we, we are far more comfortable if they are being hired for injectables, that they have injectable experience. I never recommend your practice being the first place that they practice on a patient. So just because they took a weekend course, does that mean that they should come in and on day one, they should truly be injecting your patients? That is not what I recommend. So we really want to keep an eye on this. That tells me that quite honestly, they're just a little bit too green. Same goes with laser experience, RF experience. So we want to make sure that if that is the position that they're applying for, that they do have experience. And we want to make sure that their level of education, their level of certification is on the same level as what is required legally to perform those procedures in your state. So please, 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 we know that it varies state to state. So please make sure that you know what is allowed in your state when it comes to a provider. Number three, if they have short tenures for positions for the past five years, they've only been at a practice eight months, six months, three months, nine months, and they job hop, quite honestly, they're going to job hop right on out of your practice. They're going to hop right on out. And it's going to leave you in that same position six months from now, eight months from now, you're going to be retraining all over again. I do tell people that if they see that this happened between in either in 2020, 2021 to ask the reasoning about it when you do your phone screening. So we want to make sure that we're, we're not ruling out somebody that, for example, they had a practice that closed shortly after they became employed. There's all sorts of reasons that practice may have closed permanently, that practice may have chosen to downsize, maybe they didn't make it through COVID. So I really encourage you to just ask them if you see that in those two years that there is a frequency of short 10, 10 years. However, if this is a pattern that has gone on long before then, 
it's a pattern and something that I would say is definitely a red flag. Now, if on that resume, you take a look at that resume and you notice that they are putting years that they have worked there and not months. So in other words, if they are saying that they worked someplace from 1999 to 2000, that tells me that it could have been December of 1999 to January of 2000, i.e. two months. So we want to make sure that they're, they're not looking to skirt the system that way. And you want to make sure that you are truly asking about months and years, not necessarily just assuming that 99 to, you know, uh, 1999 to the year 2000, that that equals two years when it could equal two months. So let's look at that math. And finally, if they worked for either a colleague that you still in the industry want to be able to refer back and forth to, we don't, don't steal from that colleague or that's going to, you're going to cut the hand and, and chop off the arm and, and the hand that feeds you. But also if they worked for a competitor of yours and you know that that job did not exist within the practice. So if they say that they were the event coordinator and you say, I know that this practice didn't actually hold events, or if they say that they were an injector and you know for a fact that only the owner of that practice was an injector, that is a resume red flag. We have actually seen that employees have applied, potential employees have applied to a practice, not knowing that it's a practice they've previously worked at and said that they did jobs they did not do. So lying on resumes, it's absolutely a possibility. So we want to make sure we're keeping a close eye on that. And that, my friends, is really my, my short list of five resume red flags as you are hiring in these absolutely crazy times. If, of course, you need assistance hiring, we are here for you and you are welcome to contact us. We are on social media at Shore Solutions. Uh, again, that's Shore Solutions plural because we have more than one. And we are also available at info at Shore Solutions. So thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Shore Solutions. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. So acquiring, converting, and retaining new loyal patients is easier than you think. It requires you mastering the sales funnel in your aesthetic practice. How is it that easy, you ask? Well, it's easy because we teach you step-by-step -step in our Conversion Cascade online course, a fun and results-driven course that you and your team can finish in less than five hours. Yes, less than five hours because we know y'all are busy. We provide you six training videos that walk you through attracting new patients, converting calls to consults, consults to treatments and keeping your patients coming back for more. All of this while learning how to talk to your patients about additional treatments and procedures to achieve their dream results and bonus, boost your revenue and have them singing your praises to others. With our course, you also get tangible tools to help you succeed, such as downloadable marketing checklists, phone scripts, conversion tracking spreadsheets, and more, all of which are completely customizable and editable for you and your practice and your team. Get started and sign up for our Conversion Cascade online course today. And as a special thank you for being a podcast listener, we're giving you 10% off. Yes, 10% off. Just enter the discount code podcast 
yes, the word podcast to start saving. Click the link in our show notes to get started now, increase revenue, and acquire more patients for your practice today. That wraps up today's episode of Shore Solutions, the podcast. If we mentioned any quote links in our show notes, be sure to check them out for the easiest way to discover your best solutions. You can find them, yep, in our show notes. We love your help in spreading the word about our podcast. How? Rate us and share this episode with your friends, colleagues, and the rest of your team. Remember to follow us on social media at Shore Solutions and send us a message directly with your burning questions. We love hearing from you. Plus, sign up for our e-newsletter to be the first to find out about our upcoming webinars, the latest tips on running your practice more efficiently, dealing with the issues with drama and money in your practice, and watch the latest videos and blog posts in your inbox right in real time. Now's the time to join at www.shoresolutions.com and click on the e-newsletter button in the top right-hand corner. We'll see you next time. And remember, subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. 